You're listening to the Job Therapy Podcast. Brought to you by the reverse recruiters of FindMyProfession.com. It's time to get down to business with your hosts, Iris Zimmerman and Stephen Lowell. Need help finding a job? Feel like some unknown force in the universe is holding you back? Or maybe you just need career advice straight from the trenches of hiring. Then pull up a couch. It's time for some job therapy. All right, welcome. Uh, Excuse me. Welcome. It is uh, Friday afternoon again. Welcome to job therapy. I'm here with Iris. One of our our reverse recruiters at Find My Profession. And I'm Stephen, of course, and, and... What we're going to talk about today is a topic that has come up a lot uh, in uh, recent weeks. It's the topic of the EEOC form. I'm talking about the equal, and now if I get this wrong, correct me, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission form. Mm -hmm. It it appears at the very end of applications, and some of them can be very long and elaborate, and then some of them can be very, very uh, short. Maybe only ask about your veteran status, and then that's it. Exactly. But there's there's a bigger question, though, that comes in, and it's the question of, uh, do I tell the truth? And, you know, <laughs> we... You know, often... it's, it's crazy to think like that on yeah. a job application, but... And, yeah. and you know what question does it? It's, it's the question at the very, very end of the application that says, I certify that all of the knowledge in this application is true. To the fullest extent of my, you know, of my understanding, yeah. and I think it's this constant asking of, you know, is this true? Is this true? And when people want jobs, you know, we generally turn into people pleasers, and we want to mm-hmm. get the job, so we don't want to say anything wrong. We don't want to lie to people. Well, unless. I'm not going to go into current events, but <laughs> unless you want to work in no. D.C., but no. <laughs> I do work in D.C. Okay, right outside of D.C. Really? Do you play volleyball or? No, I don't. Okay, well, I'm sorry. It was just we're not yeah. going there. Okay, I'm not going there. But um, but the thing the thing I want to bring up is a story of um, something I've dealt with. You know, I, I deal with epilepsy myself. Mm-hmm. I was unemployed for about a year in 2016, and I'd like to get your take on this. Um. I used to go back and forth between telling the truth. I used to fill out uh, the application and tell them, you know, I have epilepsy. And I think they listed as a um, something as like a chronic disability. And that that uh, list of disabilities has grown over the years with anxiety, mental health. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's it's just yeah, it's like everything bigger. but the kitchen sink, or maybe the kitchen sink is actually actually in there. Right. I mean, it could be. Right. And it's uh, the the amazing thing though that I felt was happening. Now this this could be just me, you know, th- um, overthinking it, or confirmation bias, as they would say. Um, I would sometimes tell the truth and just put the whole thing in. I shouldn't say tell the truth. I would sometimes just you know admit that I have epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And then, and then surprisingly I would get an interview. And then there were times where I didn't answer where I felt I was a fit for the job and did not get an interview. Is this just one of those things that just kind of looks like something and it isn't um because I just sort of felt like I got interviews at times because maybe because there was you said someone... you had epilepsy. 
Right. Like there was maybe somebody in HR that just kind of kicked it down the road and said, you got to talk to this person. I don't know. I mean, it's a great question. I think that it's probably not the reality, though. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just something that you were thinking because that is um, it's really you're going to be interviewed because you have the skills and the experience. And that's why you're getting an interview. Usually you're not getting an interview because you have something debilitating and you have to disclose it or you chose to disclose it. Yeah, I, I, I thought about it the first time when I was interviewing with this company uh, called Oscar Health. And mm-hmm. I'm not sliding them in any kind of way. Uh, the, yeah, the I don't point, know them. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like a, uh, they were one of the first um, health insurance companies I saw that were online. Oh, okay. And they were in New York, and I think they were a young company at the time. And I applied, and uh, I said, all right, well, if this is an insurance company, they should know flat out. And, you know, I I said I had epilepsy in the EEOC form, and I got called in for an interview. And the interview lasted all of about four minutes. Uh, And it was, I was asked three questions and then shown the door. And... It was so fast and so weird. I, I thought to myself, like, why did you even bother calling me in? Now, when you think that way, you start to wonder. You exactly. Know, Is what it because of that? Yeah. Was it that? You know, did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? Now, there, there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this and, and wonder. And I'll, I'll tell you something. One of our first clients at Find My Profession back in uh, 2017, when we started doing reverse recruiting, uh, he had Parkinson's mm-hmm. and he used to ask all the time, do I come clean about it? Do I come clean about it? And, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, uh, how, where's, what's your stance on this? I as think far- that, yeah, I mean, it's somewhat of a loaded question, but it's very valid. And again, because there are so many more things and issues from mental to Crohn's disease and celiac disease that are chronic um, that are on this list. So I think if you're not comfortable, then just say, I would rather not say. And that's fine on a job. And it's just an application at this point. Um, When you're getting ready to entertain an offer, that's when you disclose any of that information. Okay. And I, I, you know, speaking from experience, I assume you know, the HR department at least has to know, uh, you know, because God forbid you get sick at work. And... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Once you once you're ready to join a company, then absolutely. You do have to disclose that because if you if you aren't truthful, that could always be grounds for termination. And you don't want to enter into a work partnership um, with an organization in that capacity. So you you definitely need to be honest once you're getting that, you have an offer. And then you could just lay it all out on the table. But for applications, if you're not comfortable, you do not have, there is an option to say, I prefer to not answer this question. In some words like that, depends on how they phrase it. But yes, absolutely, select that. Now, I, I've I've got a friend who's a CHRO, mm-hmm. right? Chief Chief Human <clears throat> Resources Officer. Yep. And you know I've talked to her about those forms. Um, 
one thing that was explained to me was that those forms are used. They're, they're actually sent as information to uh, the government. Yes. And that's can kind of, that can impact what they decide to put funding towards. Uh, that, that, for example, um, you know, epilepsy is one of the most underfunded disabilities out there right now. And they, they, they don't know how to explain it. So, um, but I, I, you know, I, I think about those things. Like if, if everyone just decided I need a job and I'm not going to tell anybody, do you see like the, it's, it almost seems like a, like a catch 22. Like if, if, you know, if I'm not honest, then I might not get the help, but if I want the job, you know, it, that's, that's where I, I kind of get caught up. Like, am I, am I going, if I don't tell the, if I don't fill it out, I'm going to not get help. But if I do fill it out, you know, uh, or I should say the opposite. Um, and, and let me, let me rephrase this. Like if you, yeah. if I'm, if I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, if I don't represent, you know, we always love to say speaking as a such and such. Um, if I don't say I have epilepsy, how will the government know that I might need help? And, you know, and, and if I do say, is it going to impact my ability to get the job? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question and I don't know the exact answer to that because I think it really comes down to individual choice. Right. And there are some people that are comfortable putting that and saying, this is what I have. Yes, I do have that. Um, and again, now with EEOC questions, they're becoming so vast um, that you could choose to not answer any of them, yeah. or you could choose to just answer the ones that you want to. Um, and, and there should be no fault at all regarding recruiting and staffing and the hiring manager that if you didn't answer it truthfully... Or with a, you know, instead of saying, I'd rather not answer, there shouldn't be nothing that happens to you. If you're qualified for the job you, and you get an interview, then that's what should happen. So okay. it doesn't usually have much bearing on what someone is checking. Okay. But again, every company, every organization is different. And yeah. I have worked for a lot of them. But I haven't worked for all of them. So I wish I could say that it's, you know, it's not important. It may be to a certain company. I don't know. But it's a, like I said, it's a great question. Um, And again, as EEOC questions now become much more invasive, Mm. that's my thought. Um, Okay. I mean, who knows where they're going to stop? Right. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like I said, I the things. I mean, you and I look at applications all, you know, every day, so we yeah. know what we're seeing, and some of them are just amaze me. That yeah, we're it, like in a world right now in this country that we're asking <laughs> these types of questions that are absurd. It is, uh, you know, one of the questions that obviously came up um, since uh, 2020 was was the vaccination status mm-hmm. yes. uh, question. Yeah. Now, they don't give you an opportunity to say, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you know, so I was wondering, like, uh, about that, you know, I guess in, it, it's maybe it's a little bit of a different topic. But would you 
Um, what do you think about that? I mean, how can somebody actually tell? I mean, that's probably one of the easiest things to lie about, right? I mean, if, if you say yes, you know, it's I have been. Yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Well, can you show the proof with the vaccination card? That oh, was yeah. interesting. Uh, so yeah. that is something that you do still have to show. Because um, I just got a booster okay. a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. That would be all right. I, I, and I think that the, uh, you know, just, just from my point of view, as far as like when I'm, you know, I, I'm not looking for work, by the way, just in case anybody listens to this, <laughs> but when I was, I hope not. no, no, <laughs> when I was one looking... of my favorite colleagues, <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally busting out of this joint. And, uh, no, but I, the way it is, is that in 2019, when I was looking um, I was out of work for two months. I left this company for about two months when I went to move yeah. down to Virginia. So um, when I was looking around just at, at positions down there, uh, you know, I found myself saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to be blunt and I'm going to tell everybody, you know, every time I fill out an application, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that, you know, um, hey, I've, you know, I, I, I mean, you just check off the box, right? And I found that... I got more calls than I did, and this could be totally in my mind, um, but I got more calls for jobs than when I was in 2016 unemployed, and I was just kind of flippantly doing it back and forth, you know, so I guess uh, I, I guess I look at it like, um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I've, had, I've had a seizure in a job interview before. And that's, that it's really scary that's, to see. Yeah, you know, absolutely right? frightening. Yeah. And so I, I think, I, I guess the way I, I just think, I said, you know what, at some point, don't you just, don't you just hit a point where you just get so tired of putting on an act? And, <laughs> you I don't know, know. It's, I it's mean, exactly. I understand what you're saying. I think that yeah. you're just hypersensitive yeah. to this. Um, and that's why you yeah. you make a point of saying, Maybe that's why I got the interview. Yeah. You know, I don't think so. Um, and again, if something happens, God forbid, during a, an interview, in-person interview, I mean, yes, you could say, I'm, wow, I have epilepsy and I'm just sorry to freak you out that I just I passed out and I'm on the floor. Um, yeah. When you actually do come to. That's absolutely fine. Things happen. We are all human. And that is one thing that once you're there in an interview, one to one, or two to one, or two to two, whatever, the human element is so much more powerful yeah. than just a sheet of paper looking at a, a resume or an now, application. Now, I'll give you an interesting question. Um, and it's it's assuming a bunch of pieces have fallen into place. Let's say that um, you know you you have a seizure at work, or you you get sick mm -hmm. at work, and um, the company turns around and says you have to come to work. Um, can they actually pull from your? Can they actually access your EEOC form to see if what you claim to have is what you listed? on on um on your application oh, you mean if something happens yeah hr yeah. can can yeah it's usually in your it's usually in your information if you have something yeah um yeah so they could but 
I think once you're getting to the point where you're actually working yeah. with people, then they usually, when you're working in an office, you usually get to know people that are around you and maybe some of the things that they have. So okay. if something happens, then you're able to say, oh, wait, this person has, or this person has a heart condition, or this person has epilepsy, or this person has, there may be a reason for, for what just happened. Okay. okay. Again, we don't get that in, vir in a virtual world and, right. and working remotely is, you know, if something happens on the under, other end of the phone, if we're on a call, you have no idea. Right. And if it's on video and, and you actually see something happen to a person, it's just a, a very different situation. All but right. yeah, I think if you're, I think once you're an employee, you always inform. Okay. You always let them know. So for the folks who are applying to a job tomorrow, who mm -hmm. may be dealing with this, let's give them an absolute. You know, we all love absolutes, free of nuance and subtext, <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't always happen, though. It never happens that way. In a perfect world, there is an absolute. <laughs> so what um, what would you um, personally do if if you had a chronic condition? Um, would you say for the for the absolute, like, uh, what would be the, would, would you say that you have it? Or would you just say, I prefer not to say? I think that on a job application, I might just kind of bow out gracefully and say, I'd prefer not to say if I did have something. Okay. Um, just because... It's the application process. I don't want to lie, but I don't necessarily need to tell you everything at this point. So if you. we go further, then yes, absolutely, you are going to know. I but you. I think at that level, if you're not comfortable with disclosing, then do not disclose. That's why it's there. And you should not be penalized in any way, shape, or form. I got if you. you do. I think that's a good absolute to roll with. You know, if you're not comfortable telling someone, then don't. Yeah. I you mean, know? I think it's up to the individual person. You absolutely yeah. can. It should not be held against you in any way, shape or form. Like I said before, yeah. it should not be. And if that's the case, then, you know, there are other steps that you would have to take. But being able to prove that is very difficult, too. True. So. True. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you a quick aside before, uh, you know, we, we cut out is that mm -hmm. I did have a situation where I was, I had a seizure at work and uh, this was 2006 and mm -hmm. uh, they, I, I didn't go to work the next day. I told them why and for some reason it was a miscommunication in HR and they did not know that I had this condition. Um, but I had worked at the company for a few years already. It was just mm -hmm. when I transferred offices, yeah. that information got lost. So I was working for a very not nice person who told me to come into work because I didn't have a doctor's note and I could not, um, I, I did not have it on HR's record that that was the case. So the very fact that oh my they- my God, boss it, of the year, yeah, right? And the HR person too got involved well, long story short, I could have sued. I did not mm -hmm. because a lot of people would have gotten fired. And 
I was probably just being nice because some of those people were, were my friends. <laughs> but there was a lot of um, a lot of dropped balls and a lot of Absolutely. mistakes. And uh, yeah, and and I think at the end of it, somebody, a couple of people got reprimanded, and the HR person was let go. Um, so it was a mess, you know. But I definitely could have had a paycheck out of that, you know. And and when I had applied to work at this company. I did not reveal it until I started working for the company. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, that's legally okay. And you didn't, not disclosing it on an application means you did not lie. If you were found after you're employed with the company that you actually did lie on that application, that's grounds for termination. So just be careful with things that you want to answer and you don't want to answer. Some certain things you have to. Um, All of these questions with the EOC, you do have to answer something, even if it's, I prefer not to answer this question. I see. That's okay. All right. Well, I'm going to actually uh, stop here. This is going to be something I could definitely share with a couple of people I know right now. Absolutely. And and, uh, yeah, it's very, very helpful to hear it. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, a question that's you know we don't we don't fill out applications in the general public we fill them no. out in solitude exactly <laughs> so exactly it's scary when these things are asking you questions like do you you know swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth yeah. <laughs> you, oh whoa so but yeah, yeah and if it does Thank ask you. for a covid vaccination you know if you're gonna say yes then you'd better get your card with your vaccines on it um so it's just, you know, you don't want to be misleading or dishonest. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thanks so much. Thanks so much. You're Iris, welcome so always. much. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> thanks so much for for scheduling my Friday afternoons. So you and I are that's our, our our weekly date on Friday afternoon. That sounds good. Sounds good. All right. I, I will. Uh, right. Yeah. Thanks. And I'll, I'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye. This has been Job Therapy with Iris Zimmerman and Steve Lowell. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and not necessarily the opinions of Find My Profession Management. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit us on LinkedIn or at findmyprofession.com.